Hi, everybody. It's David Rhodes, Editor-in-Chief, Fire Engineering Magazine, and the Education Director for FDIC. And we are live at FDIC. It's uh, Saturday morning. We're doing a wrap-up show here. And, uh, man, what a week. It's been amazing. It has been crazy. Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> me too. Me too. I've been sleeping pretty good, though, but yeah. it has uh, it has been a busy week. I'm joined with two very close friends, Candace McDonald from the National Volunteer Fire Council, who has been on our board for several years, um, even before she was on the National yeah, Volunteer absolutely. Fire yeah, Council. Yeah. And uh, we've had some good times at many board meetings, uh, poking fun of each other. And also she's gone from carrying rifles and crawling through the woods and wearing body armor at at NASA to, to now representing the Volunteer Fire Council. And Clark Lamping from Clark County. Yep, they named Nevada. the county after me. Yeah, got some. I got some good stories from uh, from Every, the strip there in, everyone in has, Vegas. Yeah. Uh, just just to, to clear some up, if you've ever been to the strip, you're actually in Clark County. That's right. Right. So anything north of the Circus Circus Hotel is City of Las Vegas, downtown Fremont Street. City of Las Vegas can have that nonsense. We'll right. take the strip. So so they're like the old Vegas. <clears throat> and old you guys Vegas, are the yeah. new Vegas. You guys are getting ready for a big race coming oh, up here. Formula One. Formula, Formula One. One. I heard. Uh, I heard the pricing is unbelievable. They have so, Chief. If you want to go, they have a suite at Caesar's Palace that overlooks the track, right top of the hotel. Yeah, five million dollars for a week. Let me check with Eric. Five million. See how we did on the show this year and see if he can. Maybe I can get that comped. Yeah, whatever. There you go. So let's talk about the week. Uh, um, Candace, tell us a little bit about like how many FDICs you've been to, how you got involved and, and yeah, just your experiences over the years. So I am a volunteer firefighter in Ohio. I've been in the fire service for almost 20 years. I come from a rural area, a little small County that wasn't on the map until the train derailment happened. So that's, yeah. So <laughs> well, luckily, you have to be known for something. I know. So now, yeah. Um, luckily I was in Aruba when that happened. So, um, but so about 15 years ago, I was looking at ways to network and meet with other people to grow my own skills. So a good friend of mine who's been in the fire service for a long time, Steve Austin, uh, sits on a lot of boards, the arson, CFSI. He says, why don't you come and help us out in the responder safety booth and, uh, we'll pay for you to come and, and be at FDIC. So I came and through that connection, he introduced me to Dennis, Dr. Dennis O'Neill, Harry Carter, and all of these people. And what I learned was if you approach the instructors here and you say, hey, I want to learn from you, they will take you under their wings and mentor you. So from that, they started mentoring. And then I decided I was going to put in to teach at FDIC. I got rejected. But what I did do is in the rejection, if you ever put in to teach, they may reject you, but they'll say, hey, why don't you write an article on your topic? I wrote an article and they said, hey, we're going to print this. So it was printed. And then when I put in the next year, I was accepted. And from there, it's been it's been history. So yeah. and you worked your way in and ended up on the board, I ended up on the board. And I was very grateful to, to get to serve with you and Bobby and Diane on the board. And it's just I always tell people, if you want to make connections from all over the country, this is the place to be, whether you're career or volunteer, um, if you're looking for resources. And it's been so great to see so many volunteer firefighters here this week, you know, attending the EMS side and the, the fire side. So this this is the place to come. 
Right. Clark, what, what did you teach, Candice? Did you so, teach this year? Yeah, I actually, um, I taught a four-hour pre-con on recruitment <clears throat> and retention. I've been doing that for, I think this is my sixth year of teaching the pre-con. Um, so my dissertation was actually on retention oh. of the volunteer fire service. Okay. And so it's something I'm very passionate about. And uh, so had a great class. And I hope I get to share that message again next year. And so Perfect. if you are in the volunteer fire service or even in the career fire service, because we still have some of the same issues with recruitment and retention, um, come and take that pre-con or reach out if you need any advice or whatever. That's what it's about, networking and building solutions together. And you, uh, I know you don't care, but... Um I've neglected to mention this is doctor, 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 Candace. doctor, doctor in debt. That's doctor, what I used doctor, to always say. Doctor. So, and I want to tell a story about how that came. So, um, I was at FDIC one of the early years and I had just applied for a PhD program and I got a rejection letter for that too. So, and I was kind of down and Steve Austin said to me, I want to introduce you to two people. This is Dr. Harry Carter and this is Dr. Dennis O'Neill. So we're out here on the vendor strip and he said, show them that letter. And so I show them this rejection letter and they said, this is bull crap, maybe with another word, but they said, apply again and don't give up. And they mentored me through the process. And again, that's what the connections at FDIC does for you. Because I don't know if I would have went on. I may have given up, but they were like, no, no, keep going. And so. How long ago was that? That has probably been about 10 years ago. And. Obviously, we lost Carter yes. uh, not long ago, yeah. but um, Dennis O'Neill here teaching. Yeah. Still. And this what, year. what was really cool is Dennis was my mentor for so long. Well, this year, Dennis got to be the, the my date to the author dinner. So it's kind of that full circle thing. So I thought that was kind of a, a fun thing this year. That's awesome. Clark, how's, yes, sir. tell us about your experiences with FDIC and fire engineering over um, the years. Yeah. I've, uh, I came about 10 years ago, paid my own way right, and walked through here. And <clears throat> I remember I was just telling, we we're just talking about this. So I'm sitting in a bar and all these people are, you know, idols to me. I, I didn't, right. I didn't know any of these people, but I, I read, I listened to them. I knew who they were. <clears throat> and uh, so I remember sitting in a bar and I, I had my phone out and I, I took a selfie and my champo was two tables over and I texted my guys. I'm sitting in the same bar as Mike Champo. <laughs> and they said, oh my gosh. And the, the funny thing was, it just, it just evolves. And I was under the impression that these people were Hollywood stars and they would be traveling with entourages and completely unapproachable. I could not have been more wrong. Everyone here is so approachable. Just like Candace said, doctor, just like Candace said, that you just walk up, hi, here's who I am. Can, can we talk? And everyone is so, so accommodating. And it, it's been a fantastic experience and my phone is full now of the biggest names in the american fire service and international international yeah the first night i got here i went out and had dinner with six australians and the second night i went out with uh, a whole bunch of canadians and two nights ago i went out with uh, a bunch of guys from miami so it's like a foreign country as well right. <laughs> the miami guys uh, but it's just fantastic that you just sit down anywhere you go. Talk about and, a legend. We got yeah, one right there. No? Look at there. Yeah. What's up, Ray? Ray McCormick. Yeah. Like, that's one of the guys I was talking about. Ray yeah. McCormick. Yeah. yeah. Ray McCormick. Um, so it's just, it's fantastic. It is the networking. Uh, unbelievable. I, I, I'm, I'm here for life. You're stuck with me, Dave. You're yeah. stuck with me I for hope life. So. I'm sorry. Both of you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what was, uh, what was like the first thing you taught here? First thing, I, I uh, developed a class on building construction. It was uh, 
polystyrene, the plastics and the foams that they're putting in, putting in buildings. And I don't know if anyone remembers 2008. Yeah, 2008, we had the Monte Carlo fire in Las Vegas. And that building was caused by this product called EFIS, Exterior Insulating Finishing Systems. It's a foam product with stucco on it. Caught the fire, rolled up and down, and then rolled across the front of the Monte Carlo Hotel. It was a very, very significant fire for the, the Southern Nevada Fire Departments. And I started doing some research and thought, wow, this is, this is all over the country. It's all over the world. And I developed a class on that. And then we had Grenfell Tower, different product, but also exterior cladding that's highly combustible that they're putting on the outside of these buildings. Right. So uh, I did a lot of research and developed a class and that it was really successful. And I just moved that into high rise now. Gotcha. Yeah. And you're, you're doing the podcast with uh, Gustin, right? Yes. Yep. That's, well, that's gotta be fun. <laughs> Every, everything with Gustin's fun, unpredictable yes. and fun. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gustin helped us kick this whole FDIC live off and it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, what do you think this year? Like, what was uh, what was one of your your big moments here? I mean, they're all so good, but what was a big, big, the, big moment for yeah, you? Yeah, the big moment was the opening ceremony. Yeah, and everyone was on the edge of our seats. Everyone's like, "What's this going to look like without Bobby Halton? How are right. we going to? What's this going to look like? Is it going to go? Is it not going to go?" Poor Chief Rhodes, he's got big shoes to fill, right? And <laughs> we cleared that up. I yeah, yeah. I, I sat there and <laughs> thought, oh. We are in good hands. You you crushed it. You crushed it. You honored Bobby Halton. You crushed the opening ceremony. And the word on the street is we're in good hands. Good. We are in good hands now. That's what we yeah. wanted to accomplish. You know, I, of course, coming up in the fire service, you know, everybody's sitting out there going, okay, who is this guy? Yeah. You know, who's so this guy? It was uh, from it was Atlanta. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> it was tough getting through there. I actually held it together pretty good till Thursday. And then when, uh, um, what a treat to have Bobby's family here. Yeah. Is that not? Oh, I would have to say that's that was highlight. my highlight. <laughs> and um, so every year I do the 5K and I would look forward to my hug from Bobby at the end. And I said to my coworker, I said, I'm really going to miss my hug from Bobby. But what I didn't know is that I had something special is that I got to walk the 5K with Bobby's wife, right. the whole 5K and just wow. talking to her. And that was a that was just so special. Yep. That was me too. Uh, just having them here and not only to support me, which they were just tremendous, you know, ever since Bobby passed, stayed in touch with, with Dean and, and, uh, all of Bobby's sons were here. Marsha was here. All his sisters and his brother were here. But, uh, Thursday when the lifetime achievement, mm -hmm. that, that family group hug on the stage, that one got me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I finally, sure. I finally had a little, Little water come down there, and yeah. I had to, and then I didn't get to go off stage and recover. I had oh. to like go right back to the pool, right into so, it. Yeah. yeah, so we went right on to the next thing. But I, they had a blast. Uh, they ran and walked the yes. 5K, and then uh, um, Dean and Ryan did the uh, stair climb yesterday. And oh. Dean was the first one up. He spoke, and that was just tremendous. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it was it was good for me, but I think it was also good for all the attendees because Bobby's funeral was very private mm -hmm. um just a small group of us got to go and uh and to be able to do the tribute and have them there it kind of gave everybody some good closure and let everybody know that man this guy can't be replaced but we're moving right. on right. and we're we're establishing our own way yep um how about you but that was your that was your big one so getting to do that I, I, that was but there was also something else i want to go back to your opening ceremony and your remarks so 
Um, you know, in your opening ceremony, you talked about some of the challenges as you started to grow your own skills and wanted to be and grow your wisdom and about how people in your own department didn't always receive that well. And right. I think many of us have experienced that throughout our careers. That I literally was tearing up as you were sharing that. And I think that the message that I took from that is no matter what those naysayers are saying, keep going forward, keep getting the training, keep networking and just don't give up. And I think you gave so many people hope with those words. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to keep grinding because uh, where they say uh, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I never imagined I'd be editor of fire engineering with my background. Everybody always asks, how'd you pull that off? I said, well, have you guys ever watched the movie Forrest Gump? <laughs> it's kind of like I Forrest Gump my way into here because all those crazy things happened yeah. to him along the way. It just sort of happened. So I always say I'm not very smart. I just have to get up earlier than everyone in the morning. That's it. That's it. And you I say work. I just never shut up. So they just have to take me in. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's always some uh, fumbles and some things that happen uh along the way with classes and with setups or anything. So even whether it's over the years or whatever, what's some, uh, what's some big, like hilarious thing that you can look back now and it's funny. Right. Um, right. This happened to you while you're here with a class or anything. All right. I, well, we were having lunch, uh, Captain Jimmy Davis from Chicago, Bill Gustin from Miami. <clears throat> we're having lunch yesterday and um, we ordered this soup and, Jimmy Davis takes a taste of the soup and he says, ooh, this is too spicy for me. I've got really sensitive guts. Jimmy Davis drove to Chicago and he says, oh, this, this spice, this soup's too spicy. I'm not going to be able to handle that. He says, I've got to sit in a car for over two hours. And I said, I got an idea. Jimmy, next year for your class, you can do an evaluation of every gas station bathroom from Indianapolis to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a great class. Bill Gustin's there. He spits his soup. And I'm also Bill Gustin's daughter's there. She's across the table. She's wearing a really nice jacket. And Bill Gustin spits his soup across the table onto his daughter. And she was she was already, you know, she's had this much with Bill Gustin already. And then she's, <laughs> oh, we were dying. You yeah. know, I bet that I, I bet that there is some good bathroom stories here because it's a long way to get to. Uh, yeah. It's a long way to get to the bathroom. In Absolutely. Place. And on top of it, all there is to eat is steak here. Steak, 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 <laughs> steak. Can I please have a salad? Can anyone please have a piece of fish and a salad would be fantastic at this point. <laughs> Did anybody go try the food down in Lucas Oil this year? I heard it was pretty good. I didn't get down Did there. Did you see the little restaurant row? I, I did had the see cantina. it, but we were just so busy oh, that right. we didn't get to. But I got a good funny story, though, that did happen. So we were so busy on the first day that the exhibit floor uh, opened. We're running around, and I said to my coworker, I said, I got to eat or I'm going to be hangry, and you're not going to want to work with me. So we walk out, and we go over to Harry and Izzy's. We sit down and order, and I look at her, and I said, do you got your credit card or your wallet? She says, no. And I said, either do I. So I'm like, oh, one of us is going to have to do dishes here. So we. But, Who's so, the slower one? Because yeah, the faster so one's getting out. Back, said, Let's order. I'll run back and get it. But it was like, yeah. So I didn't get to try the food this year, but I have to definitely add that. But when we're talking about funny stories, so, um, and I mentioned I got my start coming to FDIC through the respondersafety.com booth. And um, so, and if you're not familiar with that, um, respondersafety.com nonprofit, the, uh, Cumberland Valley, they're all about preventing struck bys on the roadway. We know we have all those daggone D drivers that are always trying to kill us. So that has been our mission to educate firefighters and educate the public. So a couple years ago, we got this great idea during the 5K that we were going to wear traffic cone costumes in the 5K. 
So we ordered these big traffic cone costumes. It was me, Dave Lewis, Ryan Doughton, an assistant chief out of uh, New Jersey. Um, so we're in the 5K and uh, Dave wanted to walk, which was fine. So at the end, I said, Dave, we're going to run at home. And if you've ever done the 5K here at FDIC, the very last part is this little grassy area. I said, come on, Dave, let's run. He's running, we're running, and he's giving it his all. Next thing I know, I see he trips over his cone costume and he looks like a hit cone because he's just rolling away. And so I didn't know whether I should laugh or call EMS. Right. So and then Bobby's like, you guys are ridiculous. But it was it was great. And I know there's pictures that were floating around on the FDIC website after that. But that has probably been the funniest moment that we've had over the years. And uh, the traffic cone has shown up in numerous social media posts for you over the yeah. Over the years, that's kind of become your signature. It's been kind of my icon. So when I travel, and I absolutely, Clark and I were talking about this, I'm a, I am love to travel. So anywhere I go, I look for a travel uh, traffic cone and make sure it's compliant, you know, with the two stripes. <laughs> so um, I have found one. I went uh, dog sledding in Alaska. They flew us up to a glacier. I found a traffic cone that was compliant on that glacier. On a glacier. Yes. And we were, last year, we were at the Recruitment Retention um, Summit for the NVFC. We went to Sedona to do a little buggying around there. I found a traffic cone that was compliant in the middle of the desert in Sedona. So I get these traffic cone pictures everywhere. So now every all my friends that I've met through FDIC, they like fill my inbox and tag me with all their traffic cone pictures. So yeah, it's been kind of the, <clears> that, the That's your signature. Thing. Yes. Um, Maybe next year, uh, an outfit for the booth. Yeah. <laughs> Could be an attraction, maybe a giveaway. We used to have the traffic cone stuff and people would come by. We've had fire administrators in those, all kind of instructors, but then COVID happened and, you know, so. Right. Yeah, I think there's a future here for you, Candace. Yeah. Maybe the, the folks here that, that are selling traffic cones, you might be their spokesperson at yeah, this point. Yeah, so as long as they're compliant. Have I don't want to see those right? blue cones. Yeah. So. Right. so what do you got coming up for the rest of the year? Rest of the year. Um, so... I'm from Las Vegas and Las Vegas is extremely busy. We have, uh, we're busy all the time, but this year, especially. So in November, we have the formula one race coming in. Um, and they are saying it's going to be the biggest event in the history of Las Vegas. And I'm, I'm not a fan yet. <clears throat> I don't know much about this, but they say these teams are worth they are. so billions, the cars billions are just and they actually fun fact, Las Vegas ran out of, Parking spots for private jets. That's how much money we're talking about. Every single parking spot. And for, this race is going to be downtown on the streets of Las Vegas. Right down on Las Vegas Boulevard. It's downtown. So they're going, they have, they bring their own asphalt. Right. The, the, the race brings their own asphalt. That's they're the money. going to repave Las Vegas Boulevard because it has to be completely smooth. No so manholes. That's how you get your potholes fixed. You just yeah. Race. So, okay. Well, listen to this, Candace. So they repave it with this specific asphalt. They run the race. And then they come back and take it off and store it because we have the race for 10 years. And now we're going to store it somewhere. Every year, they're going to repave the whole track and then take it off. What are you guys doing planning-wise, fire department? Um, we have no idea. They, they, in typical Las Vegas fashion, it's here. Good luck. Um, so we are sending a contingent to Miami. There's a race uh, beginning of May in Miami. So we're sending people to Miami to see what they're doing. And there's also raced in Austin. We're talking to people in Austin. So, but we, we, we really have no idea. Yeah. We really have a huge no event. idea. It's just yeah. like Mardi Gras or anything. It's like, how do you yeah. move your assets around? Yeah. You're not going to be able to cross. Exactly. Cross right. And it's five days. It's, and it's right in the highest occupancy. Absolutely. Yeah. Area there is. And then that's November. And then in February, we have the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Oh. And we've never had one of those. So. 
here we are. <laughs> and maybe the Cleveland Browns will make it there this year. Yeah, and maybe they'll bring all <laughs> 1,200 of their fans. <laughs> How about you? What's the year look like? Oh, so this year we have um, coming up, we have the, we'll have the National Volunteer Fire Council has a health and safety tr uh, training summit, recruitment and retention summit that's going to be in Oklahoma City. We actually have stipends for volunteers to attend for free. We'll cover their travel, everything, but the deadline's May 1st, so you better get on the next two days and apply. And I've invited fire engineering books to come and have a table there. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll ha we have that coming up. Um, and I'm really excited that I got invited to the Science Alliance to, to speak. That's like a, a, a nerdy little nerd. Mind. For yes, yes. So that'll be in Tucson in November. And I'm um, so excited about that. So just a lot of great stuff. Oh, a really cool thing. And I'm so grateful that you guys did this. The NBFC partnered with John Deere. John Deere actually put a documentary out about the Volunteer Fire Service. Uh, it's an actual movie. It's phenomenal. And I know you guys showed the teaser right. during the opening ceremony before it and during the keynote. And so we're grateful for that. It will be doing uh, movie showings. People can do movie showings all over the country. So such a cool movie. So you get an opportunity. to. So it's actually going to be in theaters and people can hold screenings. Oh, so, hold screenings. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Fantastic. How about you, Chief? Cool. They're fl they're flying a drone in over us over here. Yeah, yeah, they're coming for us. Is that a friendly one? Is that friendly drone? Okay, yeah. I got right. the thumbs up. Um, what's on for you this year, Chief? Oh, who Silly knows, question. man? I got to go decompress for a couple of weeks, yeah. and then uh, we've got a we've got a couple meetings, of course, post action, after action for the show, and see yeah. how it did. I mean, it was phenomenal this year. Attendance was back up to our normal. Um, I hadn't got the final numbers yet, but we were back up you know, probably top two or three numbers that we've had. Um, just thinking about all the things that went on, obviously we had opening ceremonies. We had uh, 60 plus workshops over two days. We had the 20 hot classes. Wow. Um, sold they were out. pretty much sold out. There was like one or two spots here and there. Um, just phenomenal. I, I got to jump on the buses in the, in the mornings and, uh, just say hey to everybody. and We heard what you did to oh, one of the boy. buses. You need to tell this story because it's 6 a.m. Which day? Yeah, about the little <laughs> refresher, the MS refresher. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I picked the I picked the buses that were like going to the, you know, the biggest live fire type classes right. they were. I knew everybody. I knew everybody on there would be like beefy, lots of tattoos, hats, you know, so lots of stickers and all that stuff. So I jumped on the on the bus. I think it was. Uh, May have been Bobby Eckert's class. And uh, I jumped up there and said, uh, I said, thank you guys. David Rhodes, new editor, I wanted to say hey and meet you guys. And uh, I just wanted to thank you. And this bus is packed, you know, the couple of volunteers, 55 students. And I said, this is the first time in history of FDIC that we have ever sold out the EMT research class. <laughs> And it was dead silence for a couple of seconds. And they looked around and then somebody was like, oh, he's joking. But what was cool is you did get EMS research for most all of those classes this year because yeah. we added, yeah. we're like, hey, we're doing victim removal. We're doing all yeah. that stuff. That was a real, that was a new thing. And pretty much uh, like. 60, 70% of the hot classes, if it dealt with patients. And we got some really good reviews from that. People were saying, hey, I like the fact that y'all took it a little bit 
further and showed, hey, this is why we're actually rescuing this dummy. And you know how it is. We we rescue the hose dummy and throw it out the window and stuff. But like there's a lot more to it. And a lot of times it's just transfer care over. But how do you incorporate that and how do you do it? Was we don't want to create the muscle memory that you just drop the the baby outside the door so it can go be reset. So we added a lot of that and in the workshops and in the classroom sessions, too, you could get a lot of a lot of credit for that. So we had that going on in the early part of the week. And then we had the opening ceremonies. Then we had like 300 classroom sessions that were just every classroom session I went in was packed. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I guess it's a, it's a badge of honor for those instructors. When you go out and you see that little sticker on your thing, it says class full. Yeah. And they're like not letting anybody in because of the occupancy yeah. load and all My sticker said, instructor full of uh, <laughs> and, a different sticker and i taught a pre-con and so it which you know is before and people pay a little extra for that so great class a full room and i called my husband and i said guess what and he's like what i said people paid to come and hear me talk for four hours and you get to listen to this for free every single night that's right <laughs> so he gets oh. a deal yeah, yeah. So, absolute yeah. deal and you know I'm kind of an EMS nerd as well as a former EMS chief. And uh, I love that the training here is CAPC certified. Yep. So, which is a big deal for those of us that are trying to get the EMS uh, CE. It makes it so much easier when we go to renew for national registry. So I think that is such a great. Absolutely. Move. And like those hands on training, you go for an eight hour class. That was eight hours of, of CAPC credit yeah. that you get for those. And, and it's, it's been submitted and approved. Mm-hmm. We got a great relationship with them. Thanks, Sarah Jones, for all her work on on getting those things done. And did you guys get to go to the gyms games at all? Did you get to see it? I did not, but I heard the folks. There was uh, I, my friends from Delaware were sharing on social media that the the mm-hmm. group from Delaware did really good. Yeah, so. who won, Chief? I can't remember. Um, I, I'm, I'm still in a whirlwind. Like Sussex County, Delaware. That sounds, that sounds yeah, right. Yeah, because I think that's what I read on Facebook. Yep. So. And uh, it was they they have all these teams and they do prelims for like four days and right. then um, and then they come in with the top three teams and this is a production. Um, they brought a car in on stage. They had people trapped. They had them professionally movie style moulaged. Um, one of the ladies had like her femur coming out of her her leg and they got to like, they have 15 minutes to get up there and it is like on. And I mean, they got to do all the triage. They got to do everything. They had firefighters on stage doing the extrication part of the, of the vehicle wreck scenario this year was uh, street racing. I don't know if anybody's having any trouble with, with that street like racing. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, it's happening everywhere. So they, they, they build this set, there's sound effects. I mean, it is a movie quality wow. production. So if you, uh, if you have a team, um, and there was a young team here locally that, that put in and ended up getting second place. Wow. Nice. Um, so that was Good pretty cool. Um, but if you have a team, uh, put that team together and look for that uh, next year to to get in. We want as many participants as we can in that. And it's just a, a badge of honor to come away with that with that yeah. gym's trophy and all. I think Miami-Dade won last year. Um, yep. And there was some teams last year's was complicated. That technical rescue, they actually had an amputation. They had to, yeah. my favorite part of that one was, uh, and this stuff looks real. We couldn't even show it the, like Facebook blocks it for the graphics. Uh, <laughs> but like last year they had to do the, the amputation and the collapse. And one of the medics was like, uh, oh, and they have, they were actually slicing through 
a piece of meat. He goes, oh, that's like my steak from St. Elmo's last night. So. <laughs> Typical firefighter. Yes. Typical it's the same everywhere. It's yeah, the same exactly. everywhere. And then, of course, he probably went and ate another one. But we had uh, we had the Halton Tribute, obviously, Wednesday. And then Thursday, we had the stop, drop, and roll. And uh, Jack. I see you out there. Come in here a minute. I got to tell a story on you. Oh, I got boy. so many Jack. Jack helped us kick this thing off yeah. uh, Monday, but I got a story uh, for Jack. You know, Jack has helped me all week. He's looked at my schedule, made sure I was where I was supposed to be. And uh, big round of applause, everyone. Oh, you think yeah. of that, Jack Murphy. Yeah. You can sit or stand. I know it's the same for you. So. <laughs> and we're off. <laughs> so. so Come on in. Welcome, Jack Murphy. So uh, I got to tell the story on Jack. So, you know, he's, I have to go to so many kickoffs. Like I'm right. kicking off this event and kicking off that event. It may not have to be there, but like 10, 15 minutes. So we go to the fun run, or, uh, the 5K cancer deal. Um, and uh, Jack's like, all right, we got to go to stop, drop, rock and roll, the NFFF fundraiser. Beautiful. That place is that theater. If you haven't yeah. been over there, that's like one of that's where Indy does their awards banquet. And it is just a beautiful old theater. So we get in there and we find our places and all. And I've never been able to go to these things because I've always been working in logistics. So all this right. stuff is brand new to me. That's so, why you wore cowboy boots to the 5K. That's it. Okay. Got yep. it. Though. Yep. That's why I wasn't running because I had to be. Now, yeah, Bobby, yeah. He Bobby, fast. Bobby would run and then still make it towards the end of, of the event. But like uh, with 18 years, I figured there was a lot of groups he was saying he couldn't make it to. My first year, I didn't say no to anybody that yeah. asked me to come. So we get over there and Jack's briefing me, you know, he's, he's, He's like helping me out. He's got all this experience with his conference. And he goes, all right, Dave. Now, every year they have a country band that comes up from Nashville, a different. They're like, you know, a level two tier band, maybe not well known. But Bobby would come in here and he would dance and he would do this. And it's like it's, it's a country band every year. I said, every year? He's like, every year it's a country band. And I'm like, OK, well, I'll throw out a little old school humor from from the old movie days and stuff so i give my little welcoming remarks and everything and uh i look over and i said i said look i know you guys have played the tribute to bobby and everybody is missing bobby but we're here to have fun tonight i said this is a time for us to let loose and have some fun and i said we got the band here and they're all like ready to go right they're over there and i turn around and look and i said and i, I hear you guys like play both kinds of music and they were like and I said, y'all play country and Western. And they were like, uh-oh. And I'm like, okay, that one bombed. And then we kind of wrapped it up, got, got Sarnicki up there, and Victor, and I walked off stage. And then they introduced the band as a local band who's, who's a rock band. From uh, and their first song is, you two streets have no names. And I'm like, Jack. You're fired. <laughs> and I got to tell another. This is my favorite Jack FDIC story of all times. And this goes back to the 5K. Oh. First time Jack, I think it was the first year that we did. That was the Courage and Valor right. yes. run. And so Jack's got this big group that's together. And Thursday night um, with Elizabeth um, from the from the 
housing company. Housing company, we, right. we, we had a little group that would go to dinner every Thursday night. And it was one of the FDIC traditions. And it was a couple of Brent Hollander, Jack. Who else would go on those with us? Uh, Ron Pierce. Ron Pierce, yeah. It's pretty Anybody small. Anybody worked with us, you know, yeah. as a collective group, either the educational group or you right. know, pick up the guys from hot and everything. So, so, so Jack, 12 people. Jack does the 5K. All right. And we're sitting at dinner at Palomino's. Yep. Jack's sitting right beside me. Jack's a good storyteller. So he's, he's, you know, you know, that's the thing. You guys know when you come to FDIC and if you're with the same group, you tell the same stories every year. They just get know? better. They yes. just get better. Yeah. The, fish longer. Get, the fish gets bigger. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So Jack is sitting there and he's right in the middle of a story. We're like 30 minutes <laughs> into dinner and he's like, and so, uh, we're sitting there at the ball game and suddenly, oh, oh, and I'm like, Okay, what's the point of this story? Like, what does that mean? And he goes, oh, and I look and his leg is straight out under the table. And he has got the worst cramp <laughs> of his life from coming to the 5K. So he stands up, he stands up and he's trying to work the cramp out, you know, and we're like kind of laughing at him a little bit. He finally gets it, works out. And it, it's a bad one. Like yeah. you, you guys, oh, you've all had it, right? Yeah, yeah. So he sits back down. He regains his composure he takes another sip of his of his libation, libation there. yeah and then he goes back to his story and at the exact same place of the story <laughs> that leg locked up yeah. and it went on all freaking night oh. that's the last time i ever ran <laughs> did you actually run no that time? Uh, I can tell this story yeah john o'connell and i oh said that's we're right gonna be in the first race i said john you're running yeah, I run a little different. So, okay. He goes, I have a cigar. He said, we walk. And I have a, a portable uh, uh, ice bucket with me. A couple cans of beer. <laughs> Did he really take that with him? Yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. And we it's finished the race. Came in last. Yeah. 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 You As you would. But we finished. And so, the walking did me in, so. Uh, that reminded me, that reminds me of a story, another 5K story. There's a lot of good 5K yeah. stories. So, yes, you know our dear friend, Angie Hughes. Yep. And yep. Uh, yep. so Angie was here one year and her husband was here. We we're doing the 5K together and I had had hip surgery, but I'm like, I'm still going to do this. Well, my hip gave out. Her husband had to give me a piggyback ride all the way to the finish line. <laughs> so, but it was, yeah. I wonder if anybody's ever gone in the canal. We were talking yeah, about no, that. Not, not yeah. since I've been here. So since we started it, no. Yeah. Cold that's that, amazing. Very cold nights. Yes. Rainy rain, nights. Rain. Sideways uh, rain. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Bob finished all the time. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Of course. Um, it was good to see his son. Yeah. I think Ryan finished like top twenty. Yeah. 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 He showed up with the uh, with the shoes with the toes. <laughs> In him, and he was doing all these like what? fancy stretches oh, yeah. and all. And he was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were able to raise a little bit more money. Yes. Um, I threw out a hundred bucks on which Halton son would uh would win, and I think he said they got like about another five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, you shook me down so, full of hat. Oh, yeah, my yeah. Socks, that's so. right. Yeah. Candace came up, handed me a wad of money, it looked like it was right out of her sock. Yeah, so Bobby's <laughs> sister was walking when I was walking with Bobby's wife. Uh, Bobby's sister was there. Next thing we know, she left, left us and took yeah. off. We see her on the other side. She goes, I got my brother's competitive side. Like, just oh, listen. There you go. That was pretty cool. And we, were, we were talking about some of the other events that were here. We had, um, of course, we had the stair climb, which is just huge. And one of the things, one of the facts that came out there, they're at like 326 um, cancer deaths 
post 9-11. So it's looking like by September 11th, we will have more that have died after the event than died during yeah. the event. So just tell them about the registration a little. Yeah, we'll yeah. pop. So yes. we, that's another thing yeah. we did Thursday. Yeah. We kicked off with uh, my buddy Kenny Fent at NIOSH, the National Fire Registry for Cancer. And uh, I just saw them in the booth. They mm -hmm. said they've done really well this week. Um, highly encourage everybody to register for that because uh, we just don't know a lot. And the more information they can collect, um, the better off we're going to be for the future. And the message on Thursday was about servant leadership. And, um, you know, even though it's pretty simple information to enter in, it may not do anybody any good in our lifetime. We don't right. even know what's going to happen. But that information could be the key ingredient mm -hmm. to preventing cancer for the firefighters who are, who might be 10 years old yeah. right now yeah. and not yeah. coming into the yeah. fire service. So it's kind of a professional responsibility. And of, chief, just to clear this up, all firefighters can register, not just firefighters. That's correct. Cancer. All firefighters should be registered yeah. for this. Yep. Okay. Yes. And it, it's a, if you've only been with one department and held one position, you can probably pop through it in 15, 20 minutes. If you've been in multiple departments, multiple positions, you do have to fill out for each one. But it, I had three departments, multiple positions, and, you know, it took me like 30, 35 minutes or so to right. do it. So uh, it's not bad and it's critically important. So so get that get that done. You can go to their their website, um, National Fire Registry, and uh, that's through NIOSH. Um, we had women in fire here. Mm -hmm. Did you get yes. to make any of those? I got to speak on a panel. That's so right. um, the, the NVFC actually partnered with Women in Fire, and we uh, wrote for them a guide on uh, discrimination, harassment, and retaliation. And it wasn't just for women. It's for anybody in the fire service. And the guide is on the NVFC's website. You can download that for free. But it it, it's a lot of great information for the employer and the employees both. So Because a lot of stuff we just don't know what to do. So you know, we developed that guide. Uh, the Women in Fire event was really well attended. It was great to see everybody. I think they said it was the largest uh, group they've had here at FDIC. Yeah, that's what so. I heard as well. So, yeah. That's and they got a new president. Uh, Tony Washington. Tony Washington, yeah. who is from Georgia. That was kind of a running joke. People were saying, okay, the Georgia folks are taking <laughs> over. And I said, well, after two national championships. <laughs> I mean, back to back, yeah. it's only natural that the Georgia folks come in here. And if you visit uh, MSA's booth, what's really cool is Nikki, one of their trustees who is phenomenal from Baltimore County, does a lot of the training stuff. She is actually on Glow or MSA's big booth. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. So and, she's now the poster child. And she's she's like going going away from the camera. So nobody really knew it was her. <laughs> right. So she was like autographing her her pictures. It was pretty good. Um, that was a great event. And there's so many organizations that meet here that people don't even know about. So I wanted to mention a few. We have a, a Metro Chiefs group, which is a group that's it's like the second tier in command. The folks that are getting things done, that are ordering equipment and all. And they met for a day and a half um, over at the hotel. And then um, they had some phenomenal speakers come in. And, and it's, a, it's a resource networking type event. We also had the gyms conference. Mm -hmm. was the same um had a lot of medical directors over there this year which was uh unbelievable um we have the department of defense that meets here for for firefighters and even separate from that this is a first of a kind uh one of the indy firefighters here chris boykley is in the air force reserves and he asked if 
he could bring the Air Force Reserve firefighters in here. In the first year, they had 75 attendees and wow. they did four full days of training wow. right here in, in Lucas Oil and got all their yearly requirement in for their for their reserves. Um, who else do we have here? Anybody? The instructors society. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Instructor society, ISFSI meets. They've been partners with us. Of course, Brian killed it on his, uh, on his featured day and just did a great message. And, uh, we're going to continue our partnership with them. And, and of course, uh, um, they gave out their award to a very deserving person, uh, Keith Stakes, the instructor of the year. So much, just so much that happens here. Just, it's unbelievable. I don't know if you mentioned up front, but the international groups that come. Yeah. Talk talk about some of the ones we met, Jack. Some of the ones we met from Brazil, uh, the groups from there, big contingency out of Mexico, the Netherlands, uh, Germany, uh, obviously Australia, they come on their own dime. They they fly for like... 19 hours to get here. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Mann te- teamed up with Jerry Tracy doing the fire dynamics. Yep. Uh, uh, Jerry Mann is good man. Brilliant kid. Great really. Man. I, I call him a kid. He's 35. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. But he knows his fire dynamics. He really does. He does, yep. does a lot on smoke movement and everything. Yeah. And he deals a lot of high rises out of Milburn. Yep. Milburn. 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 Yeah. Jersey accent. What can I say? And then we had just some incredible special guests. Three firefighters from the Ukraine yes. yeah. Yeah. and getting to know them and behind the scenes, they were showing us videos. It's unbelievable. One of the guys uh, was on rope off of a high rise like, and, and was lowered down so that he could cut a piece of rebar that was holding up the concrete rubble for 20 floors. He wow. cut one piece yeah. of rebar and the entire 20 floor of, of overhang hits the ground so that they could have access in yeah. to the to the patients in that building. Just unbelievable. I can't imagine yeah. what they're dealing with. They gave us two flags. Yeah. They gave yeah. us an American flag and then uh, a flag with, uh, like it's sewn together with four sections. And we took it into the uh, guest speaker room. We asked all the instructors to sign it. Yep. And they'll pick it up today. Gave us some nice gifts and uh, they're headed to – they're going to ride along with Indy, and then they're headed to Chicago, and then yeah, I believe New York, New York yeah. and they're going to do ride-alongs. But uh, just an unbelievable experience with them. And uh, I can't tell you how many international folks came up and took pictures on, yeah. on stage with flags that I didn't even recognize. Yeah. I mean, they're from yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, some things that are coming up for uh, next year. I'm assuming you guys are putting in for uh, I saw the opening. Classes. It is already up on yes. the website. Um, you can go to the fire engineering website, FDIC website. The call for papers is open through the middle of June, mm-hmm. okay. I believe. So you, you putting in? Uh, I'm going to put in, and we're going to try something different. We're going to put in for a pre-conference. Okay. And it's going to be on high rise. And we're going to call it the north, south, east, west, all in the same house. You're not going to have that Canadian dude in there. Right? Yeah, yeah, that Canadian. <laughs> Canadian. So Brent, Brent Brooks, Brent, Brent Brooks Brent from Toronto, <laughs> Jimmy Davis from Chicago, myself from from the west coast, Las Vegas, and we're looking for someone from the south, maybe a Bill Guston or Ugh. someone like that. So the four of us and just right here you go. Here's how yeah we yeah. fight fire here, here, here in my buildings. Here's my department. Here's how mm-hmm. we fight high fires here. Here's Chicago. Here's Toronto. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. Awesome. Good. 
How about you, Candice? I probably, because the recruitment retention thing is still such a needed thing, I'll probably put in for the four-hour pre-con for that again and absolutely enjoy sharing that message. So, Jack, you're going to be back with some high-rise stuff? You'll be back from some high-rise stuff. Jerry and I will do we'll do to concentrate on the book next year, you yeah. know, understanding the vertical challenges. I won't stand up. Uh, <laughs> and the name of that book hey, is? I, I bought that book. Yeah. I bought that book. Yeah. I've been carrying around with me and my chiropractor is going to send you a bill. Yeah. That is the largest book we've ever published. I think they, they gave his byline was it's so thick. It's 702 pages. He said the opening line is in the beginning. Yes. <laughs> it's incredible though. The amount of information. Yeah, in there absolutely. Is just incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Like, believe it or not, that was like seven years in the making. Yep. Yeah. It really was. And we, I, it's, it's we a, told you before the only book that took longer to write was the Bible. The Bible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Think of the experiences that all of us have about 35 years experiences collectively. It's over 100 years experience in these buildings. It, yeah. It's soup to nuts. It's like, I mean, the thing that impressed me the most was the comments. And uh, you get feedback from a gentleman like uh, Paul Grimwood, what I call the, the Glenn Corbett of the UK. Right. You know, yep. it, it said it's a Bible. It is. He said, it's it collectively experiences, lessons learned. Uh, these are these are appendices, the guidelines, and everything. Uh, and it's we're we're working on version two already. It won't take that long though. <laughs> so the bookstore is open for uh, just a little bit longer, twelve till twelve, yep. and uh, you can get Jack's book. Um, you can get the Bobby Halton editor's opinion is yep. is still in there, and of course, uh, I think our number one. Seller again this year is Sprinkles Two. Sprinkles, yes. Sprinkles Two, and actually Sprinkles One was selling yes. pretty yeah. good too. Yeah. Um, uh, you got Frank Ritchie's new book, Command Presence. Right. There's just so many, uh, so many great authors and material yep. in yeah. there. And, and Tim Oak with all the photography. Oh, photos. Tim Oak, yeah. yeah, they got a beautiful, yes. beautiful yes. book yep. of of pictures from from all over that he's put together. That is just tremendous. I throw a shout out to uh, Paul Shapiro. He yep. did large water, large water delivery. Yeah, yeah. Paul Shapiro's from Las Vegas. His, his health is really deteriorating. He's uh, in a bad place right now. He's got a real bad heart. Uh, um, uh, so if anyone, whatever, whoever you pray to, if we could say a little yeah. something for okay. Paul Shapiro. Yeah. Great man. Yes. Great, great man. He was an instructor here for many, many years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great man. And something uh, as everybody finishes up and think about next year. Unfortunately, we have had some very serious scooter accidents um, this year. So uh, we have uh, a, a firefighter that was here for the conference that that, that um, had an accident on a scooter and is in the hospital currently. Um, we've got a couple that didn't go to the hospital, but looked like they should have gone <laughs> to the hospital. So uh, you got to be careful. You got to be yeah. careful on those things. We don't want yeah. you to come here and have a bad, ex bad experience. So really think about what you're doing. All right. Um, it's time to uh, take a day off one day only, and then we'll get started on FDIC 2024. We've got uh call for papers are out. So if you, you have something that you want to want to teach, then get those proposals in, whether it's hands-on training, whether it's a pre-con workshop, um, or just a general classroom setting. And uh, um, I told the instructors, but I've hired uh, Mike Champo 
to be my second in command there and our subject matter expert. And so he's going to be helping me over the, the course of the next few months, put some things together. We're considering uh, a new delivery, which will be a hybrid workshop, hmm. which will be part classroom, part hands on um, something we can do here in the in the conference center and see almost Jackson. back to where we started yeah so yeah the history is yeah. uh hands-on training started as hot tuesday right. and it was like five classes out in the parking lot mm-hmm. and uh we're not totally going back to that as the singular model we'll still have our regular yes. hands-on classes but we want to add a little bit of dynamic something that you could get a little more than just a uh, classroom demo mm-hmm. maybe you can go outside and flow some water um, see some high-rise uh, packs laid out in a stairwell um, we already do the elevator class yeah here so be thinking along those lines too and hopefully we'll have some new offerings for that Perfect. all right with that um thanks everybody for attending this year this has been a tremendous experience um you all have supported me tremendously uh the comments in the hall have been excellent and uh man what an experience to be here it was emotional but also a recharge it was yes. a tremendous recharge for everybody that's here. I've had a blast, uh, but I do want to sleep for about 24 hours, and then we'll get right back to it. So FDIC Live, we'll be right back with another show in just a few. Thank you. Thank you.